Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Finals footy kicking off this weekend. We're going to take a deep dive into all the teams and all of these games. But one team that I think is really interesting, and oh, actually, you know what, they're probably the least interesting to be honest with you, but it's a team that's finished eighth, the Gold Coast Titans. Now, last weekend, they needed a lot of results to go their way to be there. They had both of those games for their way. The Sharks lost, the Canberra Raiders lost. Uh, they put a big score on the Warriors, who just completely imploded in that game, and Look, I remember at the end of last year, we spoke about the Cronulla Sharks being the worst teams to statistically to ever make the top eight, which was a fair shout. And, I mean, when you have a look at the Gold Coast Titans this year, they've won 10 games of football. They've lost 14. So 10 wins and 14 losses. So they lost four more games than they won this year, and they're playing finals footy, which is a real sign of where this competition is at. It's a real sign of just how good these top teams are as well. And when you have a look at the Gold Coast Titans, from those 10 victories, only one of those victories came from a team that's above them on the ladder. So they've only beaten one top eight team this entire year, and it's the team that's coming seventh, the Newcastle Knights. So a major worry there. The only team they've beaten all season is literally the only team that I think it's going to be impossible for them to play this in this final series, unless those two meet in the grand final, which I would say is next to impossible, if not the definition of impossible. So a pretty grim time for the Gold Coast Titans. And my question to you guys. Have the Titans overachieved or have they underachieved? And there's arguments for both. Now, you could say they've underachieved because they were so hyped up at the start of the year. They had Fafita come in. They had Big Tino come in. The new new coaches starting to bring it all together. Everything was looking really good for the Gold Coast Titans. They found Jamal Fogarty. It was all coming together. Strike players like Brian Kelly, these sort of guys, I, you know, a lot of people tip them to make the top eight. A lot of people tip them to make the top eight. A lot of people had them in their top four as well. Thought they were going to improve out of sight. And 
for me, I've got to tell you, they were so disappointing. And I was never overly convinced on this side, to be honest with you. Um, I don't... I might have had them in the bottom of my top eight, but I definitely never considered them as a top four side. We did have the preseason where it looked like Cameron Smith was going to sign there. That did fall through, so that was a big hit. But the hooker spot, it was always a problem for me, and I still think it remains a problem for the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, I just... I'm not sure what they do there. If they move Fogarty there next year and they potentially, you know, they've got Toby Sexton who can come into the side that we're thinking that AJ Brimson uh, will step into 5-8. But for me, I think there's a fair argument that even to say they finished 8th, they've overachieved. Like, I would love to see if you have a look at the ladders over the last few years. We might just get it open really quickly and have a look at the teams that have finished 8th over the last few seasons and look at their standings if the Gold Coast Titans would have made it in you know, any other year. 2020 is a bit of a write-off, obviously, because it was only a 20-round season. But keep in mind, the Sharks won 10 games last year and they made the top eight. So the Sharks won 10 games last year from 20 games. The Gold Coast Titans won 10 games from 24 games and they've made the top eight. So that's probably a good little sign there. The Titans, obviously, they played 20 games last year and they won nine. They played 24 this year. Uh, and have only won 10. So I I wouldn't say they've overly moved in the right direction. They have come up with a couple of young guns that are going to be massive for them over the next few years in your, you know, your Jaden Campbell, your Mars Hughes, these sort of guys that are going to be real talents. But i got to tell you, they really haven't moved the needle for me all that much. You have a look at the Brisbane Broncos. They finished eighth in 2019. They were sitting on 25 competition points. That includes buys. They won 11 games there. So you look back to 2019 and the Gold Coast Titans would have missed that season. You look back to 2018, um, the New Zealand Warriors, they had to win 15 games to make the top eight that year. So they had to win five more games than what the Titans did. You look back to 2017, the team that finished ace with the Manly Seagulls, they won 13 games. So they had to win three more games than what the Gold Coast Titans did. You look back to 2016, and it was the Gold Coast Titans. They made it that year with 11 wins and a draw. So still more wins, and you also had the bonus point of the draw as well, which was what ended up getting them into the finals. I can't remember who it was they had a draw with that season. It was either the Sharks, the Raiders, or the Knights. I can't remember off the top of my head. You go back to 2015, and the team that made the the came eight that season was the Dragons. They had 11 wins. So you look back over the last few years, and they wouldn't have got anywhere near making the top eight over the last few years. I mean, if you look back to last year when this Cronulla Sharks team was the worst side to make finals, they they wouldn't have made finals that year either. They're four and against at the moment. They're sitting on 20 competition points because they've had 10 wins. Their four and against is minus three, I believe. The Cronulla Sharks were just zero, a flat zero. So even last year, if you put the Gold Coast Titans of 2021 who, who played 24 games of football, they wouldn't have made the top eight last year when the Cronulla Sharks finished eighth after only playing 20 games of football and they were the worst team to ever make it, apparently. So it sort of shows where the Gold Coast Titans are at for me at the moment. You could say they've underachieved because of the ability that they had walk into that system and the hype that was around them, but you could really also say they've overachieved to be sitting in eighth spot, all things considered, just how this season has panned out. Now, when you have a look, their for and against is just about smack even. Uh, they've scored 24 points on average per game this year. They've conceded 24.2, so very close there, but when you look a little bit deeper into those stats... It's about how they've gone against the top teams. Now, against the top eight teams, 
They've conceded 33 points a game. So against the top eight teams, it is, what is it? Seven points, nine points higher. So almost two tries higher against the top eight teams compared to the rest of the competition. Now, keep in mind, they played the Newcastle Knights twice, who, for me, are the second-worst team in the top eight. They're coming seventh. If you take out the Knights, who they actually had one win against, that all of a sudden goes up to 36 points per game they are conceding against the top eight teams minus the Newcastle Knights. And if you take out the Newcastle Knights, that brings their record down to zero wins and nine losses against the top eight sides, which are the Roosters, the Eels, Manly, Melbourne, Penrith, these sort of sides. So a pretty scary start there. Now, obviously, their overall record is 1-10 against these top eight teams. They did beat Newcastle once a fair wacky go. I think they put a good score on them that day, beat them 42-16. to but outside of that, they haven't beaten a single one of these top eight teams. Now, if you have a look at the average points they scored this season, they've scored an average of 24 points per game so uh, across the entire season. If you have a look at how many points they've scored against top eight teams, though, it drops to 18. So they're scoring one less try. And that might not sound like a heap, but it is realistically a six-point drop when you're playing the good teams compared to the bad teams. Now, if you take out the Newcastle Knights, who they had a big score against. They scored 42 points and 15 points against them. So if you take out about those 60-odd points, their average against the top eight teams that are the top six teams realistically, it drops to 13.5. So 13 points per game they are scoring against these top six teams, and they're conceding 36 points against them. That is a 20-point spread on average They are 20 points worse than the top six teams when they've played them this year. So it is a really worrying stat for the Gold Coast Titans. I'm not sure if they've underachieved or if they've overachieved. It's really hard to tell. I think when you look at their results, you could say they have definitely underachieved. But when you look at the latter and you think, good God, they're playing finals footy this year. They've lost heaps more games than they've won. I think you could definitely argue that they've overachieved to be in eighth spot. I think the Gold Coast Titans are a really good example of where this competition... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Is that, and just how dominant these top teams have been, because the Gold Coast Titans, for me, they're not even in the same class as these other teams. And for me, I don't have the Gold Coast Titans in the same sort of class as the Newcastle Knights. There's not much of a gap between them, but I definitely have the Knights as a better footy team than them, to be honest with you, when they're fully fit. But then the gap between the Knights and the Eels and the Roosters is massive. The gap between the Roosters and probably man, probably in South Sydney is big, but then Manly, Melbourne, and Penrith right at the top there, the gap is even bigger. So it's a really widespread comp this year. Let me know. Leave me a review on your podcast app. Let me know. Are the Gold Coast Titans of 2021, are they under, have they underachieved or have they overachieved to be sitting in eighth spot this year? I'm not sure. Send me a message on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts, guys.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.